Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're good to go. All right. Good morning. Uh, appreciate everybody being here. Uh, you know, obviously excited to get to game week. Uh, been a uh, been a really really good you know, fall camp. I'm really proud of our, our football team. Just the work that they put in. Uh, you know, it all stretches back to January when we got started to uh, to to push to progress to improve to get to this point. And uh, I do feel that we have a team that is uh, that is prepared at a very high level. You know, they've worked extremely hard. Um, you know the the size, speed, you know athleticism, uh, you know, overall football intelli- intelligence. I think have, have all improved within our within our team. Um, you know we're excited for for the opportunity that's ahead and uh, you know, a chance to go out you know with our with our first game and um, you know, work to go put the uh, the best version of ourselves out on that field next Sunday night. And uh, you know we, we talk a lot about the identity of of a, of a team, and I, I see one that. Uh, you know, like I said, has a, has a great work ethic. You know, really care about each other. Um, you know, they, they pushed and competed throughout, and um, you know, we still need you know every rep and, and every minute leading up to kickoff to, to continue to get better, to to be ready for uh, for Sunday night. But uh, you know, so excited to be on this stage. Uh, you know, an opportunity to to you know showcase our players, and uh, you know, obviously this wonderful institution. Um, you know, I think you know health wise. Going into this week, uh, I, I like where we are. Uh, I think we're going to get you know, a few guys that have uh, you know kind of had some bumps and bruises along the way in fall camp. I think we're going to get, uh, get most of them back here for this week. Um, you know, we'll make uh, you know an announcement. He you know, wasn't on the depth chart. You know, Jakai Douglas will miss a, a few games. Uh, you'll hear early in the season. Uh, you'll, you'll fully expect him back. Uh, um, you know, relatively soon. Uh, but uh, you know, he will he will miss. Uh, uh, for sure, this this first contest, probably the, the first couple, um, you know, of, of the, as we head into this season. But uh, you know, like I said, I like where like where our team's at. You know, we've got a lot of work here uh, you know, throughout the course of this week uh, in our final preparation. But uh, you're know, really proud of this team and uh, uh, the coaching staff for all the work that's gone in to to get us to this point. You guys uh, had some great position battles. The preliminary depth chart is out. I know it's not set in stone. Um, but, you know, when you look at the tight end position, you had returning Mark Easton has returned as a starter. What have Kyle and, and Jaheim shown you through preseason to, to get the nods? I mean, they've, I mean, all, I think that entire tight end room, you know, they, we're, we're going to have at least four guys that play, you know, because Preston Daniel will also be able to make an impact, uh, you know, within our team. But, uh, you know, you see the, uh, the versatility, just the consistency. I think, you know, uh, you know Kyle has been, uh, I mean, he's been really good. And uh, just all the things that he can do, uh, you know, the way that he's, 
you know, his approach, his, his physicality, you know, what he does in a route game, um, you know, got great ball skills. I mean, he's a, he's a really good football player. Um, you know, Jaheim, you know, just, uh, you know, once again, his versatility, the explosiveness that he shows. You know, one of the things I've been so proud with Jaheim is, you know, coming in, it's, it's easy to watch film and to see what somebody does with the ball in, his, in their hands. And uh, I think James really embraced the role of, of you, know, you know, being better, uh, you know, without the ball in his hands, you know, as a blocker, as, as you know, the, the, some of the finer technique and fundamentals. And I think Coach Thompson has done a great job with that, gr- with that group. And, you know, Mark Easton's had a really good fall camp. You know, he's a, such a big target. You know, he's a, he's a threat. You know, I mean, I, over 280 pounds, but, you know, he runs very, very well. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to be somebody that's going to make a, a lot of great plays for us this year. So, you know, that's a position that I've been pleased with. And, uh, you know, just the development of, of, of all those guys and, uh, you know, you know what they can do for this for this team, it just, uh, you know, adds, you know, adds different levels to, to, uh, to that in our attack. Looks like based on the depth chart that Destin Hill has worked himself into having a, a pretty prominent role, both offense and maybe special teams. Because what has he done to, as a true freshman? Someone's obviously had a, a different journey to get here to position himself to have that role. You know, I mean, he's he's, he's kind of showcased it all. I mean, he's explosive. Uh, he's smart. You know, he's uh, done really good things with the ball in his hands. You know, he's a he's a. Uh, definitely a very willing blocker uh, and, and, you know, something that we pride ourselves here with our receivers and, um, you know, he's a good route runner. You know, he's still, there's still going to be a lot of things that he's going to, he's going to figure out along the way. I mean, he is a true freshman, you know, um, you know, coming in, you know, he's put himself in a position competing to, to, to start for us, you know, here early. But, um, you know, I think, uh, I think that just his mindset, his approach, you know, all things. And then, you know, he's been productive. I mean, at, at the end of the day, you have to go out there and you have to produce, um, you know, with that ability. And so, you know, I'm definitely proud of him for the work he's put in. And, you know, he's, he's going to help this football team this year. Have you guys put a uh, plan in place or preparations for, you know, the pending storm that may or may not come this way? And is there any update of whether that may impact the game or anything like that as of now? Yeah, we, have, we you know, obviously something that we're tracking, um, you know, just for, for guys here. And, um, you know, we get great communication, university, athletic department, all things that we're aware of. But, uh, um, you know, right now that's uh, – you always will have plans if, if things need to adapt and adjust. But it's not something that we're thinking is going to, um, at this time, make a, a, a huge impact for our, for our preparation this week or what, you know, that would be for, for the end of the week towards the game. Get to hear Jared Verse usually walking into practice, and you know, see, see him on the on the game field. Of how talkative he is, is he that talkative away from football? Is that his personality? Uh, Jared likes to talk, and so he's a. Uh, I mean, he's a he, you know, he's a great young man, and he, you know he plays he plays this game with tremendous passion. Um, you know he's you know he is a. Uh, to see where he was a year ago, the impact that he had, you know, you know on the field, you know, really co- coming into this program, and uh, you know, I think you know his actions have, have spoke even louder than what his words are, you know, and just you know, how much he means, to, you know, how much this team means to him, um, and how much his teammates mean to him, and uh, you know, the opportunity to get better, and I, I think we've seen that, um, and that's where. You know, everybody's everybody has their style, and you know, for Jared, you know, it's a you know, he he likes to talk, but it's always being in control of, of himself in those situations. I think he's grown in that, he's matured, um, uh, you know, in in just you know his approach with that. But uh, you know, I, I've loved the work, and uh, you know, I'm expecting big things from him this year. And uh, you know, if if his actions speak louder than his words, then we're going to be in great shape here. Uh, 
You and Alex Atkins have talked often about having eight O-linemen you trust to win games. What has that group shown you, and where do you think that group's taken a leap forward from a season ago, maybe? You know, I think, uh, you know, just the, the, the consistency and execution, the, the, the ability, the size, the strength, I mean, you know, those guys have all developed. And, uh, you know, whether you have this, the newcomers that have, that have joined, whether, you know, Jeremiah, Casey, uh, you know, KJ, I mean, those guys are all very experienced football players that have, that have played at a high level. Uh, and then you look at the guys that have returned and, you know, some of the new, you know, even guys that were you know, young in their process. I mean, just the way that they've, they've grown, you know, you know, through their time here, I think Alex has done a great job in the, in the developmental part of it and knowing what to do and how to do it. And then, you know, coach storms and his staff, just the physical development has really uh, helped us. And, you know, these guys, they, they embrace the mental part of it. You know, you play an offensive line, you know, you have to be, you have to be versatile because, you know, it's just the, the different combinations, the different things that can happen. Uh, if somebody goes down, somebody has to step up, you know, it might, might mean, you know, playing multiple positions. And we try to, we try to challenge our guys in those ways. Uh, but they, they really, you know, embrace that, that part of it. And uh, yeah, I think when you see the way that they work to communicate with each other, um, you know, whether it's two guys that have played one spot, you know, together or, you know, one of them have to flip to the other side, um, you know, they they understand the importance of that communication and the consistency of of how they of how they practice and and you know obviously building the relationships with the guys that are uh, you know lined up with them. This is the uh, fourth straight year that Coach Kelly has coached against Jordan Travis. What what is different about the guy he's going to see on Sunday night? And I'm sure it's a lot compared to the guy he saw in South Bend in 2020. You know, I think, you know, Jordan's always been an explosive player. And, you know, I think you look back, um, you know, even to, to that game, I mean, he had a lot of explosive plays and really, you know, you know put, helped put us in a position to, to you know, to, to have some success that night. And, uh, you know, you just you, – you've seen the, the complete player and, you know, you, the explosiveness that he had with his legs and, you know, even the, the moments with his arms, just the consistency of, of what he does in the passing game, you know, the, the control, you know, of the offense, the confidence that he has uh, in, in the situations and what he's being asked to do, um, you know, whether it's, you know, five receivers out having to, having to manage empty protections or, you know, whether, you know, he's got to go under center and, and uh, you know, have run checks, you know, um, to, to what he might see. I mean, to having to drop back and, you know, have somebody in, be pressure him in, the face, in his face and be able to, to, to step into the throw and, and make a precision pass. He, he's done it all now to this point. So um, that, that experience, you know, and then just the confidence of being in it. And, uh, you know, he's a – uh, tremendous worker, and I think he, you know, he's he literally earned everything that he's gotten. And uh, you know, I think that showed up in his game. And you know, you know, I love what I've seen. I love the way that he's approached. You know, fall camp. I think our, you know, uh, know we talked about Jared, but you know, Jordan's such a such a great example of when your best player goes out there and he plays at the level and practices at the level which he does. Uh, it's hard for for everyone else not to ri- to rise up to that. And I mean, he is literally. Every practice, every rep, whether it was a day in helmets or a day in you know day in full pads, I mean he is he has attacked every rep that he's had, and I've I've just I've loved that, um, and I think you know he's put himself in a position to have you know the best year that he's had, and you know definitely um, he's a special special player. A lot of the transfers you guys have brought in the last few years have done more here than maybe they did at the previous schools for whatever reasons. Um, how hard is it then to prepare for a team that's got a lot of transfers that maybe didn't do a ton of the previous – some guys didn't do a ton of previous schools, but not knowing what that's going to look like at their new school? Yeah, you know, we try to, we try to evaluate, uh, you know, each, each player. That, you know, that's one of the new 
elements of college football. I mean, when you're when you're playing a team that has a lot of guys that you know played other places, you try to get the best sense of you know their skill set, you know things that they maybe you know like to do. Where it is reactionary, reactionary movements, uh, you know, offensively, defensively. You know what are where are their strengths? You know what are areas that that um, that you've seen in the past where you know maybe you could try to take advantage of a, a thing or two. But um, ultimately, you know when the game gets there, you got to go play. And just like our team has gotten better from where it was a year ago, um, you know I'm fully expected. You know LSU is going to be better than you know, where they were as they ended ended the season. And so, um, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a great matchup. And you know guys that have come in from the outside that are now you know you know in their starting lineup or or are going to play a lot. You know we we try to have as much information as possible. But uh, you got to go out there and you got to play the game. And you got to you got to be able to react, react to what you see. And you know fully expect that every every player that you're going to step against is going to be better than what they've been uh, but you know that's 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 our challenge we got to do the same last year so many unknowns about that LSU team had been their first game entirely new coaching staff a lot of new players I guess how, how valuable now having that that year to be able to study I know they have plenty of new pieces but I guess what did you learn from kind of the extensive study about and how did that team grow last year and I mean now into this offseason that they're really good it was a good team that we played at the, the, you know, in our week two, and um, you know they ended up growing and and uh, you know, gelling together, and you know obviously that's evidence in winning the SEC West last year. And this is a this is a team that um, you know they are very talented. You know offensively they returned a you know a lot of production. You know some guys that were young that uh, uh, you know got thrown out there early. You, you saw the, them you know develop. You know obviously. Uh, you know, Daniel's a quarterback. You know, he's a you know, very talented young man. Not only with his arm, but what he what he could do with his legs. Um, you know, you got you had to account for him in in every way. Uh, you saw the you know their running game could you know continue to to take form you know, as the season went on. Uh, probably one going to be one of the best receiving cores that we play all year. Uh, you know, here you know you know, kicking off the season. I mean, it's a very talented and deep group. Uh, they got quality tight ends. You know, defensively, you know, the defensive front. Um, you know, linebackers, you know, the, you know, Harold Perkins, you know, he didn't didn't play much against us last year and, you know, one of the more dynamic players in all of college football. So, um, you know, you, you see, you know, the, the elements of, of all things offensively and defensively. And, I mean, it's, you know, they did much of the same of what I believe we did. They got better throughout the course of the year. They won some close games. You know, obviously they built their confidence, um, you know, in, in what they were being asked to do and, and how they were asked to do it. And so, I mean, this is uh, – it's going to be a heck of a matchup, and this is—it's going to have a, a championship-type feel to it, just because you have you know, two teams that are, have experience and you know that I think are, are really talented. This will be the third straight year. You're the first game of the year for a Brian Kelly coach team. Like, is there enough familiarity that that gives you both maybe comfort, or is there still going to be an element of surprise that'll come into a play maybe in the beginning of the game? Uh, I mean, you know, Coach Kelly is a great coach. I mean, he's done it for a long time and you know, had success, you know, everywhere that he's ever been. So, um, you know, he's always every year presents his own challenges, and uh, you know, it's um, it's one of those things that. You know, you, when you respect the people you go against, you understand there is familiarity. Um, you know, we've competed for years, even before you know, I was at Arizona State. We competed against them. You know, even back you know years back when I was at Tulsa. You know, got a chance to to see you know how he operates and, and what he does within his program. He's uh, you know. You know, does a wonderful job in adapting to his personnel of, of who he has, what they do, whether it's offensively, defensively, um, you know, special teams wise. So I mean, that's what that's what makes that's what makes great coaches. And you know, he's you know, he's 
established himself as that you know throughout his throughout his career and so um, you know we got to we have to do a wonderful job in, in our preparation and our adju- adjustments throughout the course of the game but you know your first games they're always uh, they're always you know, unique in their own right and uh, you, know, you, you end up preparing for you know so many different things that you, you got to truly focus on yourself and uh, you know, that's that's one of our big you know big uh, points of emphasis is you know Make sure that fundamentally, uh, technique-wise, communication, uh, you know, situationally aware. You know, we got to we got to be on our on our at our best, and then we'll be able to react to, to all the things that they do. Be the first two part of the season. Um, obviously, Mason Smith's out for this game. Um, how, what 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 impact does he not him not playing have, and um, how deep is that room that they still have on that defensive line? I mean, it's one of the better better defensive lines in the country, and obviously, you know, it's a, it truly is unfortunate for that young man uh, to to miss this game. I mean, he's a he's a special player, you know, and it was uh, you, know, you in our game last year. I mean, you know, I think it was a six seven play of the game when he got hurt, and uh, you know, it was just um, he's one of those guys that you know, for everything that I've ever known of him, I mean, he's he's a guy that you want to root for, and how he and how he you know does things. Um, it's just unfortunate that he's not going to be able to, to be a part of uh, of this game. But so it, it does make an impact because he is very very impactful. Uh, but when you look at their defensive line, I mean, this is a deep group. This is one that's very talented. Uh, you know, they they know how to impact the quarterback, and uh, you know they've done a they've done a wonderful job uh, you know, th- you know, throughout the years. Uh, you know, and then you know even some of the other newcomers that have joined the program. Uh, we you know got a chance to see what you know from their previous institution i mean this is going to be a this is going to be a deep group that you know definitely has talent hey coach unc expects to hear back from the nca in the next couple of days about tes walker do you have an update on daryl jackson in the waiver process and his eligibility going to this year yeah that's something we're we're continuing to to seek uh, you know, more guidance from on uh, any reevaluation of the process and uh all due respect to decisions that are that are made. I mean, you know, you know, it's just it's. Uh, I still find it unfortunate for the young man. Um, you know, he you know, in December is when he chose you know for his situation to go into transfer portal, and um, you know, there in in January, you know, a new a new uh, you know standard was signed in. You know, with the uh, with the NCAA, and you know, on January 11th, and he had been enrolled here. So. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that that's something that's still getting looked at. It's one of the things that we've, uh, you know, we're continuing to check back on. But you know, Daryl's practicing; he's practicing; he's preparing. You know, you never know how things are going to go. Whether whether it's, you know, if it if it upholds where you know, he's not not eligible to play, then he's going to continue to prepare to be his best. Uh, you know, I've, uh, I've respected so much his attitude and approach uh, you know, throughout this fall camp after finding out the news uh, that it was denied. But uh, you know. Obviously, you know, always hopeful that uh, you know, that's something that would be you know, reevaluated by the powers of be. And uh, you know, if it's if he does get cleared, that uh, you know, whether it's before the game or whether it's you know, it's at some point during the season, you know, he'll you know, we're, he'll be ready. And so you know, we're going to continue to to go through that. And um, you know, just just hopeful. On a depth chart, Ryan Fitzgerald won a kicking job. Can talk about that battle between him and Tyler, and also Keon Coleman as a punt returner. Obviously, a little bit of a unique looking body at punt returners. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, I think Ryan's done a remarkable job, and so has Tyler. I mean, those guys it was probably as as tight of a battle of, of any position battle we've had. And you talk about competition within our team, and I think that that's one of those uh, one of those you know competitions that were. Uh, 
I mean, it was two really, really good performances. It just, you know, Ryan was um, you know, a little bit more consistent, um, you, know, you know, throughout and, uh, you know, has earned, uh, earned the opportunity to be uh, to be our starting kicker. Um, you know, Tyler is a, a you know, wonderful player. You know, he's got, uh, you know, he will be prepared. He will be ready uh, if need be. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, it still goes back to, to you know, the, the, what's been done during during practice and how guys are performed. And, uh, you know, I know those guys, you know, they've, they've enjoyed the competition with each other. And, you know, they definitely helped, helped each other and supported each other. Uh, so we've been excited about where that room is right now. Um, you know, Keon, as, as a punt returner, you know, obviously he's a, a dynamic athlete. Um, you know, is he is a bigger punt returner, you know, six four, two hundred fifteen pounds. Uh, but he's, you know, he's got great confidence back there. You know, has has really, really good range to be able to get to a to a lot of a lot of different kicks. You know, um, you know, it's one of the things that's a, been a great competition. You know, uh, Lawrence Toafili, uh, you know, you know, Destin Hill. You know, those guys have all uh, Dre Jacobs. You know, have all been guys that have, that have been a part of that. You know, we've got some other guys that uh, uh, that we do think have, have great futures back there in that role. But uh, you know, Keon, I think, gives us a a wonderful chance uh, to, to be able to help create some explosive plays uh, in that regard. So definitely excited about what I've seen from him. We'll go back to Ira. Can you um, describe how far DJ Lundy has come since you guys got here to now and for him to be a co-starter, I guess? With yeah, I mean, DJ's, I mean, he's played so much football since his true freshman year. And, you know, he is, he's been in it. You know, I think when you, when you see – DJ, when he was in high school, his junior year, I mean, basically he was all running back. He was that's what was his prior, you know, main priority. Then started playing linebacker senior year in high school. You know, very talented young man. You know, he's done so much to help this team. You know, really on both sides of the ball. You know, being utilized as a fullback, but he's one of our best football players. And I think the the mindset, the approach. Uh, you know, he's going to play a lot, and I, I view it as we have you know three starting linebackers. I really love what I'm seeing from Omar Graham. You know, uh, I think Blake Nicholson's going to play this year. I think uh, uh, Justin Cryer going to play this year. Those guys are, are uh, that that's been a a group that I think is you know by far the most depth we've had since we've been here. But you know, it's also with you know you know top quality you know you know, you know players, young men, the way that they've. Uh, you know, operate together. I mean, you're going to see that combination of those three uh, in a lot of different ways. And uh, you know, but I think DJ has definitely performed. You know, as good as anybody. You know, probably on our football team. And just the the, the growth of, of what he's been able to do. Uh, you know, his understanding, the, the kind of the same thing we talked about. The, just the confidence of what he's being asked to do, and and then just the finer details of how to do it. You know, he's tough. He's fast. He's you know, he's physical. And you know, I, just, I love where he's at right now. Obviously, Winston Wright has come a long way since last year with his um, that car accident injury. Um, what was his reaction when he found out he was a co-starter, and um, just how big is it for him to even be in this situation right now? Well, I mean, you know, Winston knows he's he's put himself in a position to help his football team, and uh, that's something that you know a year ago, you know, we were all hopeful, but I mean, he had to go through a long and, and tough journey to get back to this point, and um, you know, to see him confident, to see his speed. You know the explosiveness. You know being being put back on us on display. You know, he had a great play Sunday night where, um, you know, you just those are the moments when you have the game taken away from you, and, you, and there is question whether you're going to maybe ever play again. Uh, to be able to get back out and, and to see and and to feel, um, you know, what you were, and that's that was that was an it was a hard journey for him. But I mean, I, I compliment him, his his family is. I mean, you know, his dad and I, you know, we text all the time, you know, I, I got that phone call the, the night where it happened. And, uh, you know, I remember, I'll never forget talking to his dad and, 
you know, to see him back on the field and, you know, having a chance to be able to help this football team is really special. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for, uh, for Winston and just the work that he's put in, but you know, excited to see him get out there and play. All right, thank you guys. How doing? A little disappointed in the cup game. Wow. Some, some, people, some people are consistent. Some people are consistent. All right, questions for Coach Atkins? Preferably on the left side. No? All right. You've talked previously about having eight O linemen you can win games with that you feel really good about. Obviously, they all show up on the depth chart. Can you just talk about what that group did in the preseason, how you feel about it, and how you're going to lean into the depth? Well, yeah, you know, we got some some, some experience and guys that put in a lot of time and reps, but also their understanding of the of the little nuances that you might quite can't show in practice, something that might come up in a scheme. They've showed the ability to kind of process that information, execute it. Now, not to discredit the young guys, they just have to, they, they don't have the rep count yet, which is a benefit for them. When I talked to Rob and, and Darius and all those guys and Mo, they, they said, man, we wish we had a group like us when we got here to be able to, you know, not put our bodies in tough situations before they're built to withstand the game. So I think those guys, you know, they've been through it. They've, they've become a lot closer. And, um, you know, so I believe in their ability to not only respond if something happens, but also to adapt and improvise if there's something out there that we haven't showed them or, or been able to rep quite a few times. Stay here for Even without Mason Smith, uh, what, what challenges based on game prep and film does LSU's defensive front to you guys? I think uh, the, I think Coach Downer does a good job of really block destruction. You know, they, they get blocked, but they don't stay blocked. They understand leverage. They know how to attack schemes first. Like, if they're getting a base block, they know how to play that. If they get reach blocked, they know how to counter that. And they also know how to counter that, that uncanny way of just not staying. They understand the leverage of the defense, and they understand where they can go to go win and make tackles. They're allowed to D-line to play and make plays um, and not just kind of clog holes, which – you know, presents a, a unique challenge. Um, obviously, Keon and Johnny were kind of going in, were kind of locked into those spots. But um, mm -hmm. for Destin Hill and especially Winston Lake coming off his injury to be, you know, co-starters, how big is that for both of them? One's a freshman, you know, two years off of college and others coming off a of serious injury. Yeah, I think, you know, Destin came in and came in and went right to work. And Winston has been working all he can since he's got it, he just had the unfortunate accident getting his body back prepared. But this last scrimmage, he really showed us some things that he's kind of feeling better and moving better. So I think there's an interesting dynamic between the two because they're two good football players. And, um, you know, so I, I'm glad we do have that kind of situation. But also depending on what personnel package you start with and things like that, whether you start in a bigger package and things like that. But both of those guys, I have trust and believe that will go out there and execute at a high level. But that is – for Fat, who, you know, he's a freshman, but not really a freshman. And then you have Winston, who's played a lot of football. So just like what to say with the O-line, I, I like the experience and the, the age and the ownership. And, the, I mean, the depth of that position has really, really, really been quality. Last year, going into this game, uh, you guys had to probably make some educated guess, guesses about what their D.C. was going to do mm -hmm. um, as a play caller. Uh, what did you guys – did you guys learn 
during that game? How quickly were you able to adjust, and, and how different is it now having seen a full year? Well, yeah, it goes back to, man, they still had a whole offseason. So you still always have the element of surprise when it's the first game. I'm pretty sure they got some things that they've changed and tweaked their personnel. They got a couple of new guys. So, you know, you're always going in basically trying to control what you do and having the answers for what shows up. But, you know, so you still always have that. Now we do have a, a lot more film on them and things like that, but they got film on us and everybody adapts in one year. So in the first game, it's always pretty similar, you know. So I think it's kind of the same. You know, we're going to – we're going to go off. We're going to put a game plan together of what we believe, but you also got to be ready for the, the, the new things they put in, the new looks, and, and he does a good job. The defense does a really good job of, of, of making you believe you have something and then having about two or three unique ways to say where it's really not there because they can change the defense at any time. So, you know, he does, he does a good job, and we got to be prepared for it all and just make sure we're sound in execution of what we're trying to do. And that's what goes back to the experience of – not just learning plays, but knowing how to react to what we're trying to accomplish of the concept of the plays. You obviously knew Keon was good from the film and the production mm -hmm. at, a, at another school. Uh, after watching him for a month, how much better is he than even you thought he was going to be when you've seen him up close now for a month? Yeah, well, Keon, the thing that, you know, he's a, he's a big personality, outgoing. Um, everybody, you know, he, he knows how to, you know, light up a room and things, but... The thing that people don't see is his preparation mentally. You know, when we have we had these night meetings in camp where we do kind of like a football one-on-one. -on -one. We go through different unique situations in games. We show film. It's like every night in camp we show some type of deal that might happen in the game to educate them on football. And I, and I sit probably about four people away from him, and I hear him answering every question that comes up. Even the questions we're not really particularly asking the players, more like a, a question, hey, what are we going to do here? And he's answering them immediately. So his studying of the game – I think that's what kind of sets him apart. Yeah, he's a big, athletic, specially talented player. But what allows him to come in and pick it up so quickly is that he understands concepts. He knows the game. He understands situations. So you're able to put more on his plate than you normally would with a guy coming in with that less time to prepare. What what stands out? How do you prepare for a, a guy like a Harold Perkins? Who I mean, he can do so much. Just, I feel it's not often a linebacker is a guy who takes over a game. Like no. We saw him do that last year as a freshman. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, Harold was a guy that throughout the season started to show up for him. We didn't see him a lot game one because he was a freshman. But then you saw when they put him out there, his athletic ability to just you know to go up and under blocks, to change direction, a lot of quickness. Uh, I think you know he's got. He's, I'm, I'm anticipating he's got a lot stronger. Um, but he's a guy that we got to be aware of where he is on the field because he's shown the ability to play linebacker, spy quarterbacks, rush the passer. I mean, he, a unique ability, I mean, just to kind of be everywhere. He, like back in the day, we'd say seat ball, get ball guy. So he is a, a talent, and we have to be aware and, and, and make sure we understand where he is on the field at all times. Um, you know, so, you know, he's a good football player. We'll go back to Ira, second row on your right. One of the things that I think you've said that Dylan really brought to the, to the line was a, a physicality and an mm -hmm. edge to him. Um, do you think the guys, enough guys adapted that that will carry it on, or what have you seen from this line in terms of that element? Yeah, it's a, you know, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna say that, but I, 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 our line it, it has to be that. You know, we we don't we're not we're not the the, the, the pretty bunch. You know, we got to go out there and we got to grind it every day, every way, um, because that just has to be the mentality of that room, you know. So whether it be a guy that's been here for a while, whether it be a guy we just brought in, 
whether it be a high school guy developing under, under the system, you know, we have to be the, the nucleus of toughness, adver- I mean, responding to adversity. That just comes with the, the, the culture of that position. And Dylan did a good job of, of showing them, hey, I've been to another place where that was the establishment of that place, and this is what the formula was for that, or this is the things we had to do. And as a coach, you can say it 10,000 times, but as a player now it's represented, now you have Maurice Smith who showcases that on a daily basis. You have Darius Washington showcase. You got Rob Scott, guys that have been through the fire. You got guys that just understand that tough. Casey Roddick is another guy. He's very similar to, to Dylan where he's an older guy and been through a lot. Um, you know, probably played more than, than Dylan did at the time, but, you know, a different kind of program. But he also displays that toughness. He's taken every rep in camp. I mean, he, he, he showcases it and not just talks about it. So I believe that, you know, the culture of that room has become that just overall. And, and if you're not like that, it's going to be very uncomfortable for you in that room. Anything else? All right. I actually asked this question to Alex about Keon Coleman. So on the other side with, with Braden Fisk, you knew kind of what you were getting. I'm sure you watched film, you dove into it. He Has he been better than you even thought he was going to be now that you've seen him in person for a full month and what he can do? You know, Corey, I, yes. You know, just because you see it every day, you know, and what you see on tape is the game film, you know, and you think you know what you're going to get day to day, but... I think the most impressive thing about him is the day-to-day. You know, he's always the same. Um, you know, he's shown good tape over at Western Michigan, but for what he does seven days a week for us, you know, he's as consistent of a player that we have in our program right now with just daily mindset. Um, sorry about that. Daily mindset, daily way, just he goes about his business. You know, really impressive. This linebacker core, uh, I think Coach Norvell said he felt, feels like this is the deepest you guys have been since you guys have been here. Um, could you talk specifically about DJ and, and how far he's come? Because he, just watching practice, he looks even more instinct. We talked about his body transformation, but he looks seems to be more instinctive and, and just better all around. How, how far has he come? Yeah, I, I think he's our most improved linebacker, and that's not to knock anybody else. That's just his own growth and. You know, different people develop at different rates. He's played every year since he's walked on campus. Obviously, he's been in more of a limited role, special teams role, um, base linebacker, you know. But, you know, he was kind of a winner our top three last year. But, you know, it's, it's a new year, and he's really made a lot of strides. I mean, he's definitely our most physically imposing backer from just size, strength, power. Um, I've always thought he's brought some versatility to rush the passer, we haven't used them that way very much. Um, but I, I think he's just growth has really just come come along. You know, I think Randy's done a good job with him. I think he's done a good job with himself uh, of just adding layers to his game each year, and he's moving better. And so I just, it just gives us an opportunity to try to get him on the field more. Uh, I mean, um, for. Um Gilbert, what you, you know, he's listed as a backup to um, Jared, I believe. Um, what did you see from him, this, and how far has he come since he's gotten here on campus? 
um, you know, Gilbert's played. Uh, you know, we went through the whole spring, went through the fall. You know, he's had a stretch there in camp that I thought he was really making strides. Um, we continue to challenge him. I think all the skills there, he's got great size. Um, he's got good football to him. He's played a good amount of snaps, so there's some history there. But this is his first time with us. And um, I'm confident in Gilbert. I'm confident that we get the responses when we need them from him. I'm confident in the tools that he has. And I think this will be his best year because he's going in uh, his later year in his career and he's had enough experiences um, that we can build on those. And I think the competition here, I think with his ability, and you combine that with the stages that will help put this team on, I think we'll see the best of Gilbert. Understand that like it's constantly evolving defense and just football in general by as the season goes. But like, what do you feel good about going into the season? What are strengths things that you can rest easy on going into to game one? Yeah, I just think the veteran presence. You know, if it doesn't guarantee perfection, but it guarantees having a better sense of the ups and downs throughout a game, the ups and downs throughout a season. Um, you've got a lot of history, um, not to fall back upon, but to grow from where you were. And I just, at all levels, you know, up front, um, at linebacker, and in the secondary. And, you know, the great part about new seasons, you have the infusion of, of new players, you know, and that comes at all levels too, you know, whether it's guys that have developed like a Byron Turner that's been on the team for multiple years, but now will have, you know, more of a role, um, to new players that just arrived, to incoming freshmen that have made an impact. So, you know, even though, the answers, the strength of the guys coming back and just the veteran leadership I think we have. Um, but then how does that mesh with the new group? And um, I thought we've had a tremendous camp. You know, our guys in all levels, you know, the sweat that they put in, but also the time together. You know, you, you just see the growth of this, of this team. And I just think, you know, the time is coming soon. And, you know, I hope it's all perfect. But... I just I feel confident that no matter what happens, the highs and the lows, um, that we'll come out the other side and we'll come out a better football team. You have uh, in the safety position moving Kevin there obviously helps short things up. But you have I think three freshmen listed on the two deep. Um, does that speak to how what they are as true freshmen? Or does that speak to the need you guys have at that position? Uh, probably both. You know. Um, but we try to play guys at multiple spots. You guys know that. And so if those three couldn't play there, you'd see another guy there. You know, I think we've had enough – we've got enough depth at some of the corner spots that you would have saw at one of those movements. Um, but Kevin's been really good for us, and I think he's our, one of our smartest players on our football program. Um, he's got a real toughness to him. He's got playmaking to him. And so when you add him to that group, that adds a veteran presence to it, which allows you, I don't want to say time, because we've had time with these younger guys now, but where they can start to signify their roles. And, you know, some of that's pretty set, but some of it's ever-flowing too, you know. And I think Conrad Hussey, Ashlyn Barker, and K.J. Kirkland, like they're going to help special teams, defense, some more than others, and I'm sure that's – you know, I've got my mindset kind of now how they're going to help, but as the game goes on, you know, I think my opinion on what Jared Verse is going to give us is pretty strong. You know, my opinion on what we're going to see from Tatum Bethune, uh, Renardo Green, 
and I don't want to say they won't exceed my expectations or our expectations, but there's just more history there, and you get a good sense of where it's going to go. For the younger guys that you mentioned, Ira, those three safeties that are in the two deep, they're going to get opportunities. How that goes will really start to layer on itself as the season goes up, right? That book will add pages, and um, but they're there because I think they can help us win football games. Um, now, some of that's going to be, you know, 20 plays on defense. Some of it's going to be 20 plays on special teams. Some of those is going to be combined. Um, and those roles are still fluid right now. Um, but all, all three of those guys are, are rolling through in, in our, in our, with our second group right now, and they're all getting reps. I know he's not listed as a starter, but what did you think of the preseason that Azarie had? And did he make, at least in my eyes, and I'm not you, but the Strat, did he make – some big strides since this spring. 100%. You know, Azarie, before the season started, we had a lot of returning guys back. And, you know, I we prepped Azarie before the summer started that, you know, I know he has playmaking to him. You know, and he played as a true freshman and played over 200 snaps and gave us some really good snaps. And so my job was to try to – he's a corner. That's what he is. But we've tried to create different roles for him to give him those opportunities. And every time we did it in fall camp, whether it's at nickel, whether it was at corner, whether it was at dime, whether it was at safety, all different spots, he really took off. And I think, you know, some guys early, you got to make that decision of, okay, is too much making him less of what he is? Or is it really starting to promote all of his attributes? And with Azari, it was the other way. And so, you know, I don't know what the rep counts are going to end up being, but you know, Azaria is going to be on the field a lot. Special teams, defense. I mean, he's going to be one of those key contributors in the secondary right now. You could study some film of him from before, but last year, Jaden Daniels was game one. Obviously, there was a lot of newness that comes with him being at a new place with a year under his belt. Now, I guess, how did you see him develop last year to where he is now coming into this year? Yeah, I mean, he led that team to a really good season. I mean, they had double-digit wins, uh, played in the SEC championship game, and he was as consistent of a playmaker as they had in that entire team. You know, so, you know, he's a quality quarterback. You know, he's obviously done a lot with his legs, which has created some things with, with his arm. Um, but, you know, we saw through his history last year, through all those games, you know, he's a talented player. You know, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the country, and he's done a nice job, and he's played a lot of college football. Now he's got a full year under his belt um, with Coach Kelly and Coach Denbrock, and you know they've really done a good job of, of playing to his strengths. And so you know, he's a good quarterback. And looking forward to the challenge of Sunday. What makes Malik Neighbors so potent and dangerous for them? And do you like to have a guy on him the entire game, or is it better to, to mix up personnel so that he has a, a different feel for who he's going up against? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a proven all-SEC player because he's big, fast, and short-handed. You know, he runs like a slot receiver, and he has big body catches like an outside receiver. You know, so they've started to move him around. You know, I think as they were going through last year, I think they felt confident in him. They had a couple other pieces, too. They were trying to find what that looked like. I think just seeing his production towards the end of the year and through spring practice and through fall camp, you know, I think he's established himself as their probably main target on the outside. And so he's gonna, it's going to be necessary to put the right attention to him. 
you mentioned earlier, like having an idea of what Jared versus can be able to give you guys going into the season. Last year, you maybe had an idea of it, but didn't know for sure. I guess having the luxury of knowing that guy, how impactful he is, like what does that do for you as a defensive coordinator that he is a, a building block, I guess? Well, it creates expectations, but you know, I think that goes obviously Jared, but there's a lot of pieces like that. I mean, how do you get better as a program? Individuals get better and you play together. You know, I think you can go down the list of people that we weren't. I mean, Renardo Green last year going into this game, like, did we know that he would return as a starting corner? No, right? Some people in this building we did, um, but there's a lot of names like that. Greedy Vance, you know, Patrick Payton, you know, and so I think with Jared, you know, just like most guys, obviously he had a very impactful year, um, but. You know, it is. I mean, it feels good to have really good players. You know, I'm excited about that. And looking forward to him going out there and putting that on display. Last year, you guys, um, the depth got really tested on the defensive line um, as the year went on. How much better do you feel about being able to kind of withstand anything that comes your way? And and, I know you can never tell what's going to happen, but. How good? How much better do you feel? I guess about the depth on the defensive line. Well, we have more depth this year. You know, um, you know, we graduated a few guys, but we brought one, some in, and I, I think we've gotten progressively better and deeper. They've kind of coincided, right? I think we've started. We've had some elite players there, um, and we're deeper. We're better. Um, you know what that's going to look like week one, two, three, you know, because you get whatever the season takes its toll. But we've recruited that way to make sure that we've, as the season goes on, as the game goes on, we've got enough pieces, you know. So it's important that we take advantage of those pieces early so that we can keep those pieces healthy throughout the year and we can play our best, you know, late in the games and late in the season. When it comes to neighbors, how much does it help your DBs? what they see every day in practice because they're seeing, you know, with Johnny and Keon, some unique dudes that uh, I don't know if they're the exact same kind of receiver Mm -hmm. that Malik Neighbors is, but they're really hard to cover too. How much does that competition help each day in practice going up against something like that? Yeah, Corey, you hit it. I mean, when you're – your best way to get better is the six days a week you're competing with each other. And I think the better both sides of the ball is – you know, that iron sharpens iron mythology of just that mindset. And so, you know, I think it helps us having those two big receivers. It's hard to just – you can't just practice against a 5'11 five, guy all year and then find how it feels to practice against bigger receivers. So, you know, I think we're fortunate to have, you know, the offense that we do uh, to give us an opportunity to get up to that speed, to get up to the matchups. Um, and I think, you know, you probably asked the offensive guys the same question, and I'm sure it helps them too. So, you know, I think that's part of the reason that Coach Norvell's probably expressed, and I'll reiterate, like this is one of the better camps we've been a part of. Um, I think because of the mindset of the players, the amount of returning players we've had, but then what that does for a one-on-one competition day in and day out. You know, it's not one side of the ball. It's not one position group. You know, it's been, it's been a battle. And so I think that will – That'll really sharpen us for, for, for game one and sharpen us for the season because that's what it's about. Talk about experience and familiarity with your players. A guy like Fabian, do you have a sense of what you would like to see from him this week to, to be able to rely on him on Sunday? Yeah, knock people backwards and make a bunch of tackles in the backfield. That would be fantastic. You know, And Fabo can do it. I mean, 
that game he played last year against them, and he it was one of the better defensive tackle performances I've saw. You know, he's and you know, obviously he he's coming off of that injury that he had at the end of the last year, and um, but he wants it. He wants it as bad as anybody. So, you know, I'm looking forward to making sure that we put him in the right spots and um, get the right amount of work out of him. I'm excited to see what he does. Thanks, guys. JP, can you talk about the kicking battle with Ryan coming out on top and also Keon Coleman as a punt returner? I know we've asked you about it before, but what put him ahead to win that competition? Yeah, you know, so in terms of the kicking, um, you know, I thought it was a really good competition. Um, you know, I thought both Ryan and Tyler, um, they competed well, you know, in terms of how they approach it, but I thought they also competed well together in terms of the, the support, um, working together, trying to make each other better. Uh, so I thought I thought the competition was good, and you know, at the, and at the end of the day, um, Ryan was a little bit more consistent in terms of, of how we evaluated and what we're looking for um, in, in the charting and, and the team reps. And um, you know, one thing we do know is that we have a very very quality guy uh, on the roster with Tyler as well. So um, you know, we, we have better depth. We're better at the kicking spot than we were a year ago because I think the competition was good for Ryan. It pushed him. Uh, to, to a level that he hasn't been at uh, with us so far. And then we also know we have Tyler um, if, if we were ever in a situation where we needed his services. In terms of uh, Keon, you know, he just – he was a guy, obviously, that, that was unknown to us in terms of the return game uh, until the summer. And, uh, you know, he, he's done a really, really great job. He tracks the ball well. Um, he has a great – uh, that great uh, ability to to have to judge the ball in the air. Um, he's confident, uh, and I think all those things together, uh, along with his explosive playmaking ability, um, you know, pushed us in that direction. That that he was the the best suited for that punt return position. And then that kickoff returner, a couple different guys are, are mentioned. Looks like Trey and, and Deuce are probably at the top of that, though. I guess what have you seen from them? Because what kind of like different skill sets do they bring, respectively, to, to that position? You know, they're obviously a little bit different in terms of, of running style. You know, Deuce is extremely explosive. Um, he has that ability to, to stick his foot in the ground and get vertical and, um, you know, really has an opportunity to make big plays in, in the return game. Uh, Trey returns the ball like a running back would, you know, except for he has elite top-end speed. Um, so, you know, I think they both bring a little bit, um, you know, different strengths to it. Um, but, you know, we, we've been really pleased with the depth that we have in that spot, and I think that has a chance to be a really explosive unit for us. When it comes down to kick, kickoffs, was that a competition as well? Or how do you guys evaluate that in particular? And, um, you know, was that or like if you win one or is it like two separate competitions? Uh, two separate evaluations in terms of the kickoffs and, and field goals. Uh, Ryan did a good job for us a year ago on kickoffs, uh, especially as we got into the season. Um, you know, I, I was pleased with him, uh, and he and he had a really really good fall camp. And uh, you know, I think 
Uh, you know, and, and we kind of, without even discussing the part of Max Cimento, when he had his opportunities to do kickoffs last year, was really good. Um, so we have quality depth at the kickoff spot. Um, you know, I know from a rhythm standpoint, it's something that, that Ryan likes to do, uh, to stay in kind of a game rhythm with his field goals and, and kickoffs. Um, and, and he did a great job with it in the fall. So we're going to start that way and, and uh, see where that takes us. Uh, Ryan obviously went through some ups and downs last year, and then you guys went out and uh, brought in another kicker to challenge him. How did he handle all that, um, and what have you seen from him throughout the whole process? You know, Ryan really, in my opinion, handled all of it, um, dating back to a year ago like a pro. You know, he, um, you know, he went through his his struggles, especially early in the year. Um, it never really affected his approach or his demeanor in terms of how he showed up to work every day. Um, you know, and, and it was probably best exemplified by the way he kicked in practice. You know, we talked about it at length a year ago um, that he was was really solid throughout the course of the weeks. Um, so, um, you know, I thought, and then he came out of it at, at, towards the end of the season. I thought he really started to hit the ball well, and then to bring in the competition, um, he never missed a beat. I think he knew that that was something that potentially would be coming. Um, you know, but he never let it phase him. I think those two have formed kind of a bond and relationship together. Um, as a matter of fact, when I told them kind of where where things were going to go this season, they did. You know, they were together when when it happened. So, um, you know, I, I think that that kind of relationship, that kind of camaraderie, is is uh, is good for both of them. But they also push each other to be kind of the best that they could that they could be. And uh, so, I think the competition was good for Ryan, and he's. He's continued to, to you know show up and, and do a good job anytime he's he's been asked to do anything. This is kind of an existential question about that. There aren't many place kickers that have such a such good competition right behind them going into a season. How do you think Ryan will handle the fact that you know if he goes into a little bit of a slump, you got you guys got a guy that you believe in that might come in and, and replace him if need be. And do you think it's good for him to have somebody like that on the roster? Well, you know, I think it's good to have someone like that on the roster. I think at every position group, you want that competition, that that sense of urgency from each player. Um, you know, but I, I would go back and say this: I don't think anybody or anything uh, would put more pressure on Ryan than the, what he already puts on himself. Um, so, you know, he's extremely competitive. He wants to do well. I don't think he's going to be real worried about who's behind him uh, because I think he just wants to, to be successful just because that's how he's driven and that's how he's built. Um, so having having a quality backup is, is a great thing for the program, but I, I don't think it's going to affect uh, how he approaches his work day to day um, other than knowing that he's being pushed and, and that's already been something he's been working with uh, through fall camp and spring ball. You guys are you knew what you had with, with Jared and Patrick Payton going into camp. Uh, how did some of the, the depth pieces or rotational guys kind of present and, and show out during camp? To, uh, do you leave camp with more confidence than you had going into it? Certainly feel better about uh, where things are at in terms of depth at the defensive end spot coming out of camp. You know, I thought uh, Byron Turner uh, was a big part of that. You know, I thought he really showed significant improvement uh, and consistency as, as fall camp went along. He flashed and made some big plays in some scrimmage situations. Um, and that's really what we needed to see from him. You know, Gilbert is a guy, obviously, we, that was a mid-year transfer who's played a lot of football. You know, he, was, he played a lot of football a year to go to a different school. Um, so I had a better feel for what he would, he would look like. 
but I thought both Gilbert and Byron um, both, both made progress through the course of fall camp and um, put themselves in a position where, you know, where we're going to have really quality depth defensive end spot. Special teams. Um, in terms of kick coverage, punt coverage, uh, the other personnel uh, on the field, uh, can you talk about that and some of the talent that maybe you're able to utilize this year? Yeah, so um, in both of our cover units, um, you know, that's something that we work extremely hard at. In ter- you know, just in terms of focus uh, throughout the course of practice, uh, meeting time. And, you know, we have some really quality players on, on both those units. And I'll start with the punt unit. You know, I think, um, you know, that core group of guys who are in the protection, um, some of those guys have been around for a couple years doing it. Kalen Deloach, uh, Shaheem Brown, um, Jaheem Bell is going to be one of those guys, Tatum Bethune. Um, our ends, um, you know, Azari Thomas. Uh, Jarion Jones, I mean, guys who have been out there and, and taken a lot of reps for us at those spots uh, and take a lot of pride in it. You know, one of the things that, that the way Coach Norvell has structured this program is, um, you know, special teams are a, a point of emphasis in everything we do. So when you are called upon to be on one of those units, and especially if you're a frontline guy, it's something our guys take pride in. Um, so I think we do have a lot of a lot of uh, really good frontline players on our punt cover unit, and the same could be said for our kickoff cover. You know, our kickoff cover we talk about as being an identity unit for the program, um, how we, the mentality and, and how we cover kicks. And, um, you know, I think our guys have done a pretty good job throughout the course of fall camp. Obviously, we're going to have a, ch- uh, a chance to put it on display on Sunday night, but I, I really like where both cover units are right now. I don't know if I've ever asked this question before. Um, special teams, coaches, uh, how much do they impact what teams do? And the, and the reason I ask is because LSU has a different special teams coach this year from last year. Do you expect anything different from what they did in, in terms of their approach? Well, you know, I mean, I think every program is probably a little bit unique in terms of that. Um, you know, each special teams coordinator is going to have kind of his style and his scheme in terms of, of what they do. But it's always going to be dictated in terms of what the head coach is comfortable with. Um, you know, some head coaches are really involved in, in what's going on schematically on special teams. Others aren't. Um, you know, so uh, every time we've played uh, Coach Kelly's team, he's had the same special teams coordinator up until this year. So, you know, I have a sense and a feel kind of of what, what we could expect to see, but there's going to be some unknown with that. Um, but, like, in terms of, like, our program, like, Coach Norvell is, is very involved in what we do on special teams. So, you know, I, I would think there would be a lot of consistency in terms of how that would play out. So I think it's unique to each each head coach and, and how much input and how much involvement um, they have in the special teams units. Kind of a bigger picture question, but Coach Fuller shared that, you know, he believes that he and Coach Norvell, this might be the one of the better, maybe the best camps they've been around as a team. I know you guys progress throughout a year, but but how much of a, a team in their performance is you kind of know in this part of the year, this is the preseason of what you've developed, and just how excited are you for what you guys have seen on the field in this last 20 practices? Well, you know, I, I, you know, I, I would echo their, their sentiments in terms of, of how good of a camp that I thought it was. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with just the maturity in which, how in which we handle our business. Um, guys showed up. They showed up to work every day. Um, you know, they, they, they played hard throughout. You know, we, we track everything, right? So um, just the, the explosive movements, how hard guys practiced, um, 
all of that that GPS monitoring that we do um, reflected the fact that the guys were working. But it wasn't just what was happening on the field. It was also the way in which they approached the meeting room, the way they handled themselves within the building. Um, there was just a very mature approach to the camp, and, and I thought the guys handled it really, really well, which gives us a chance to going into game week to be in the best position we possibly can be in. Okay. Thanks, Coach. Awesome. Thank you all.